Believe it or not, I used to be absolutely terrified of networking. No way. You? <laughs> yeah, that was me. I'm Despina Zangas, host of Connect and Bloom, a transformative podcast designed for women looking to harness the power of networking, make life-changing connections, and improve their personal and professional lives in ways that they could have previously only imagined. Because I truly believe that inside each of us is a social butterfly just waiting to bloom. Let's connect. everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Connect and Bloom podcast. So you probably know by now that this is the last of the three episode series, how to get back into in-person networking after COVID. If you haven't listened to the last two episodes, go listen to them first. Otherwise, you're going to be a little lost. Okay, how to stay top of mind after a networking event. So the event is over and you've accomplished your networking goals. You may think all the work is done, but really it's just started. Networking is all about relationship building, which doesn't happen from a one-off event. Now this part's really important, how to follow up after a networking event. I would follow up with an email 24 hours after you met the person. The email should say something like, it was great to meet you at XYZ event. I loved hearing your story about XYZ. Include what you jotted down from the conversation and anything else that was relevant. Did you offer to help in any way? Make sure to mention that. Don't send out a copy-paste letter email to all the people you've met. It becomes very obvious to the person receiving the email. Make it very personal and very specific. If there's something that you think that person could help you with, don't be afraid to ask for it in your email. Women especially are afraid to ask for what they want for fear of seeming selfish. Men, by the way, seem to have no problem with this, but... As long as it's done in a genuine way, people will generally be happy to help. You can also follow the person on social media, on Twitter or Instagram, but most importantly, connect with them on LinkedIn. This is why making sure your profile is up to date before the event is so important. Similar to your follow-up email, you can add a private message when sending a connection request so they remember who you are. You may consider investing in a CRM, which stands for Customer Relationship Management System, where you can log in the details of your meeting and set a time to follow up. A few CRMs I like are Streak, and that one directly integrates with Gmail, and there's a free option. So it'll send you reminders to check in with the people that you met. Copper and Insightly are also great, but they're a little bit more expensive. Now, If that's too sophisticated for you, a simple Excel spreadsheet um, will totally do the trick. I know many successful networkers who still use Excel. Um, LinkedIn also offers some free tools to keeping contacts top of mind. It's always best to find a system that works best for you so you'll actually use it. Now, how to stay top of mind with your network. You know, everybody is so busy these days with their own lives, and it's really hard for people to remember you. That's why you need to do the work to stay on top of people's minds. A few ways to do this would be to like, comment, or share something that they post on social media. You know, there are people in my network who always show support on my posts, and it really makes me want to support them in return. 
You know, if you know it's their birthday, make sure to send them a message or even a physical card in the mail, which shows that you've kind of gone above and beyond to make that extra effort. You may think that it's silly, but as financial fitness educator, who was also a guest on my podcast, Tracy Bissett said, you need to get over that. It's a small but meaningful act that can go a long way to nurture a relationship. You can also stay in touch over shared interests, like sending the person an article they might find interesting or information about an event they may like to attend. You can also ask them to meet for coffee, lunch, or breakfast. You'd be surprised how many C-suite people are more likely to accept a breakfast invitation over lunch. It's actually one of my favorite ways to connect because you have the person's undivided attention before their day gets really busy. One of my favorite spots is Over Easy, right in the financial district. It's packed with business people at 7 a.m., so it has this really great buzz about it. Something I wanted to mention is that it's really important to remember that not everybody you meet or not every connection is meant to work out. Some people, you might find that they'll even ghost you or they'll take ages to reply or they just will tell you they can't meet up. Now, try not to take it personally if this happens. I guarantee you that they're just busy or have something else going on in their life. It's almost never about you um, because they don't even know you. Now, lastly, it's okay if you don't want to follow up with everyone you meet at a networking event. Sometimes you just don't feel that connection. Uh, Margarita Rain, an expert on living, leading, and working with joy, and a previous guest on my podcast says that it's crucial to connect with people who bring you joy. It shouldn't feel forced or causing you more stress. When we network from a genuine, authentic place, it will lead to more long-lasting relationships. My final tips for in-person networking events. I can't repeat it enough. Networking is all about building relationships. The best way to approach in-person networking is to have a goal, but no expectations. Don't expect to get business or an opportunity that suddenly changes your life. I mean, it could happen like that, but it's rare. It's much more likely that something is going to happen slowly over months or even years. Maybe your connection will introduce you to someone else who will then have an impact on your life. And sometimes nothing will ever come from a connection. Keep showing up and don't get discouraged. It takes practice and consistency to see the results. Networking is like a muscle. You need to exercise repeatedly to get in shape. And I know a lot of us are probably a little bit out of networking shape. I hope you enjoyed this three-part series on in-person networking in this post-COVID world. Don't forget to check out my list of upcoming events in Toronto in the show notes, and I hope to see you in person soon. Thanks for tuning in to Connect and Bloom, a podcast that empowers women to master the art of networking and make life-changing connections. Got a burning question about networking? Share it below or shoot me an email at dispianatconnectandbloom.com. If you want to explore this topic further, head on over to the Connect and Bloom website. Follow me on Instagram or Facebook, or if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. Be sure to connect and bloom with me again in our next episode.